When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Tuesday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today, we are kicking off a series on parenting and the Enneagram through a discussion around parenting styles. But first, today's rosebud and thorn. My rose today is that my coffee life is just really positive right now. I have everything I could ever want in terms of ways to make coffee at home, a coffee shop right across the street from my office. I am officially living my best coffee life. Thank you for celebrating that with me. My thorn is that today is just one of those days where there are more things on my list than I can possibly get done. And I'm trying to force it all in. And I know that it's impossible, but we got it. We got to try. And my butt is that there are some major type 7 kryptonite tasks on my list right now. Things like taxes, passport renewal, a weird bill I need to figure out where it came from, setting up a 401k, that kind of thing. And I am very much looking forward to them being done. The day that those things are over will be a true gift to me and it should be this week, so very excited. Now, I have been wanting to do a parenting series here for a little while because I get so many questions specifically about parenting. However, I've been a bit hesitant because parenting is such a sensitive topic that I don't want anyone to feel shamed or judged by me, especially, and in no way do I think of myself as an expert. Now, I recently did read two books that have made me feel like we could at least have a conversation about this over here. So here's how it's going to go. Today, we're going to discuss the four major styles of parenting outside of the Enneagram lens, just to kind of set us up with a framework. Thursday, we'll do a brief overview of what to keep in mind as a parent working with the Enneagram. And then Friday, Tuesday, and the following Thursday, we will discuss specific Enneagram types as parents and what to keep in mind. And then we'll close out the following week with a discussion on children and their Enneagram types. Now, if you're not a parent, I understand if you opt out. However, I do encourage you to stay because understanding parenting styles and parenting approaches as an adult can help you to understand what your childhood experience was like and what you needed or didn't need or didn't receive as a child. Just saying. Okay, so let's get into the four major styles of parenting. So just to sum it up, they are authoritative, authoritarian, permissive, and uninvolved or neglectful. 
So we'll start the uninvolved um, because that's my childhood trauma. (laughs) So the uninvolved parenting, um, sometimes referred to as neglectful parenting, is a style characterized by a lack of responsiveness to a child's needs. So uninvolved parents make a few to no demands of their children, and they're often indifferent, dismissive, or even completely neglectful. Now, this can look like being emotionally distant from your children, limiting the amount of time that you spend with your child because you're overwhelmed with your own problems. You might set few expectations or demands of your children or provide little or no supervision. Now, what I'm not saying is that if you're busy, you're neglecting your children, or if you take time each day away from your kids, you're being neglectful. This is more so talking about leaving your kids at home alone without rules or expectations for hours on end, not showing affection or care for your child, neglecting to have a relationship with your child. My experience with this was like I spent a lot of time alone fending for myself growing up, Um, I was quite literally alone often, once even getting a call from the hospital that my mom had been in a motorcycle accident and having to walk up the street in the dark to a neighbor and asking them to drive me to the hospital when I was seven years old. So it's important to note that uninvolved parent is often not an intentional thing. It may happen for a number of reasons, including things like being overwhelmed with your own experiences and stressors. So parents who exhibit an uninvolved parenting style were often raised by uninvolved and dismissive parents. So as adults, they may find themselves repeating the same patterns that they were raised with. Now, other parents who display this style may simply be so caught up in their busy lives that they find it easier to take a hands-off approach to dealing with their children. Now, in some cases, parents may be so wrapped up in their own problems. Maybe that's being overworked, coping with depression, struggling with substance abuse, that they actually fail to see how uninvolved they are with their children or are simply unable to provide the emotional support that their children need. So what does this look like for the children? The children of uninvolved parents generally perform poorly in nearly every area of life. They School was particularly difficult for me as someone who didn't have people at home to help with homework or to even ask if my homework was getting done. Now, due to the lack of emotional responsiveness and love from their caretakers, children raised by uninvolved parents may have difficulty forming attachments later in life. The complete lack of boundaries in the home makes it difficult to learn appropriate behavior and limits in school and other social situations, which is why children with uninvolved parents are more likely to misbehave and or, in my case, self-punish, self-regulate. Now, children with uninvolved parents may be anxious or stressed due to the lack of family support, be emotionally withdrawn, fear becoming dependent on other people have an increased risk of substance abuse, have to learn to provide for themselves, and exhibit more delinquency during adolescence. So that is uninvolved or neglectful parenting. The next style of parenting we're discussing today is permissive parenting. So when a parent is permissive, they look at their child as an equal rather than as a child who needs parenting. So instead of prioritizing boundaries and expectations, they may resort to gift giving and bribery as their primary parenting tools. There are very few demands of a child in this situation, and parents have a difficult time saying no as they avoid asserting authority and confrontation. This type also avoids punishment. So what does this look like in practice? 
A permissive parent is likely to be nurturing and warm, but reluctant to impose limits. They may reject the notion of keeping their kids under control. They are emotionally supportive and responsive to their children. Permissive parents are not demanding. Kids do not have many responsibilities and are allowed to regulate their behavior and the majority of their choices. They're not likely to monitor screen time or snacks. Now, the negative side effects to this parenting style include children not being required to have good manners or be responsible around the home, making them possibly feel incapable, like they can't handle the demands of the world. Studies have found links between permissive parenting and increased alcohol use among teenagers, as well as higher rates of school misconduct and lower levels of academic achievement. The child typically has a lot of freedom in regard to bedtimes, homework, mealtimes, and television watching. Children make their own decisions without input from parents or caregivers. They may be impulsive, aggressive, and lack independence, as well as personal responsibility, mainly due to the huge lack of boundaries. They can have symptoms of anxiety and depression. Now, while children from these homes tend to have high self-esteem and good social skills, they're also likely demanding and selfish. Now, these kids are highly likely to look for praise and value for their self-worth from peers and strangers versus from themselves, which can be very dangerous. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So that is permissive style. The next style of parenting we're discussing goes all the way to the other side of the express the spectrum here, and that is authoritarian. Authoritarian parents is extremely strict. Parents expect kids to follow the rules with no discussion or compromising. They use this approach for many reasons. They may choose this style because of their nationality, culture, ethical backgrounds. It may be the way that they were raised and don't know any other way. And finally, they believe ruling with an iron fist is the best way to keep kids in line and under control. Now, this parenting style involves having strict rules that must be followed. Children are punished if rules are not followed. Punishment is usually harsh and punitive. It can become abusive physically and emotionally. Orders that are to be followed often without explanation, because I said so, kind of things. Parents that feel that obedience equals love. They may have open communication um, is like not an option in this style of parenting, and there's typically no give and take, and will exert complete and total control over the family. Now, this type of parenting doesn't work because boundaries and expectations are healthy and recommended, but need to be balanced with love, warmth, and respect for the child. So the negative side effects to this type of parenting include children becoming aggressive, but can also be socially inept, shy, and cannot make their own decisions. Children in these families have poor self-esteem, are poor judges of character, and will rebel against authority figures when they are older. Children will model the behavior shown to them by their parents while with their peers as future parents themselves, meaning if you hit me, I'll hit you kind of behavior, or if you yell at me or you call me a name, then I'll turn around and call other people names. A lot of times parents who whip their children or beat their children wonder why their children are hitting other kids, and it's because they learned that that's how you manage conflict. 
Children rarely learn to think on their own. They may have a difficult time managing their anger and are typically very resentful. Now, this style is low in parental responsiveness and high in parental demandingness. So authoritarian parents are not very emotional or affectionate and critical of their children if they fail to meet their expectations. Rules should be should always be used to conduct behavior that is desired. So when child breaks a rule, it should be an opportunity to teach a life lesson and not be punished because they didn't follow the rules. Now, unfortunately, strong punishment leads to more misbehavior, rebellion, and results in constant power struggles. Now, this type of parenting does not support positive parenting. In fact, research shows that children with authoritarian parents perform more poorly than kids with permissive parents. So it's better to be permissive than it is to be authoritarian if you have to pick one. But what's our goal here as a parent? Based on the research, what we have seen to have the least likelihood of screwing our kids up is authoritative parenting. Authoritative parents, not to be confused with authoritarian, have high expectations, but also know the importance of open communication and provide the support their kids need to be successful. They offer consistent discipline considering the situation. They also are role models of the behavior they expect from their children. So what does this look like in practice? Authoritative parents realize their children need meaningful experiences and freedom to be young to learn new skills, but they also have reasonable expectations for them. Understanding every stressful situation does not require parental intervention, so minor frustrations that confront a child can be an opportunity to develop coping skills. But they recognize that falling, failing is normal. Through our failures, we eventually learn healthy ways to succeed. They help the child to handle and manage frustrations and hurtful experiences when they're young, as it gives them the tools necessary to handle situations as teenagers when they become more independent of their parents and turn to peers and others for advice. This encourages independence, which teaches a child they are capable of accomplishing things on their own. This parenting style has many positive side effects. So parents in this category tend to develop close, nurturing relationships with their children as they provide clear, firm, and consistent guidelines. Children in this category are responsible, able to manage their aggression, have high self-esteem, and are very self-confident. Parents are highly responsive, expect age-appropriate behavior, and boundaries are clear and firm. Therefore, children are assertive, socially responsible, self-regulated, and cooperative. Now, to be clear, authoritative parents shouldn't be confused with permissive parents, as these parents provide consistent boundaries, clear and appropriate expectations, good communication, which looks like listening to their children, and adaptations to different circumstances. So those are the four types of parenting styles. I wanted to discuss these four types of styles at the beginning of our parenting series because we're likely to hear the way our Enneagram type more naturally shows up. Some of us will be more inclined toward permissive while others are more inclined toward authoritarian. And we are likely on the journey to finding the balance to being authoritative. As always, it is an absolute joy to create this content for you. And I will see you tomorrow for the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends.
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.